So hello everybody, welcome to the podcast, the Sutta Weekly, and I am back with another episode. I understand it's been it's been a very long time. I think the last time I uploaded an episode on this podcast was August 29th, and t- today is October 3rd. So it's been yeah more than a month that I uploaded an episode on this podcast so definitely that's not consistent on my part but in my defense although not really defense more more like an more like an excuse i had to work for my thesis and that was very very strenuous and very taxing stressful so i didn't have time to do anything else <coughs> but um i am done with my thesis now i have i i have even printed out the whole thing so i'll have to submit it yeah there there's that remaining so yeah i i am done with my thesis and i'm free now so i can pretty much do what i want to do but even then i was kind of like engaged with other stuff so i yeah i, I just i just failed to make an episode on this podcast but then yesterday you know I, i i have this habit of looking myself up on 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 the internet on google and i just kind of put my name there and then i was then as i was going through the you know searches i saw this thing like my podcast is on his on is 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 the is this is on the number 28 of the buddhism podcasts i listened to in slovenia so i was like oh that's so inspiring because i am a bit you know sometimes discouraged that not many people listen to my podcast and i understand that's only natural you know <coughs> i i cannot i cannot really expect to be successful right away i have to uh, earn for it make a lot of efforts for it So yeah, this is that stage of my podcast and I have to really be consistent. But yeah, even that little bit of encouragement that people are listening to my podcast was very very was very very inspiring. So so inspired by that I am here. So anyways, that's about the that that's about you know that's about all that happened, okay? So let's talk about Buddhism. So in the last episode I think I talked about the Majjhimanikaya 5 and I am since I am proceeding in in a sequential manner so in this episode I will talk about the Majjhimanikaya 6 so the name of the sutra is if I if I wish Akankaya sutra I think so so you see in in the sutra the Buddha you know he gives a discourse to the monks and he lists out the merits of following the precepts so you see the precepts are these rules which which the monks have to follow and there are many rules for them you know so some of them yeah, it, it gets a bit complicated so i don't know exactly all the rules that the monks have to follow but there are like hundreds of rules at least and i was reading this like wikipedia page you know the by the way the name of the 
rules for the monks uh, they are called patimokkha so for there, there are many rules which come under the patimokkha and 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 if and if a monk does not follow those rules you know, you know he or she might get expelled so some of the more like more like um more like stringent rules which are a no-no are sexual intercourse with with women okay for the male monks and stealing taking life and really kind of like breaking the breaking the peace in the sangha in the community of monks so these are very serious offenses and there are some other not you know um that there are some less serious offenses which if you commit as a monk you will be just put on pr probation and you know the other senior monks they will they will they will assess you look at you if you have if you have mended your behaviors and if you have then you, you might be allowed to allowed to come back in the sangha but but the very very you know the very strict rules which you cannot violate under any circumstance are sexual intercourse with women and, and that could be like um, not even say that 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 like all-out intercourse it could be like you know it, it could be the it could be say the expression of the intention yeah and and also for all these rules all right it's it's very it is very much mentioned that there should be intention on part of the monk. So, if, if a monk, you know, can, does, does some misconduct, not not knowingly, you know, unintentionally, then that wouldn't count as a misconduct. So, intention is very, very, uh, as with other aspects of Buddhist action, is very integral to 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 these rules, the patimokkha. So, yeah, and. And also, interestingly, um, critic criticizing other monks when they are not in the wrong, or kind of claiming yourself to be like superior, that you have that you have attained a lot of very very like high meditative states, jhana, or that you are an, an an enlightened one, whereas you are not. If you claim, if you make such claims to other monks, then that's also a very punishable offense, actually. I think you can get expelled as a monk. <clears throat> so yeah, all these rules, right? They, they might seem kind of like, kind of like, um, kind of like trivial, you know? Why so many rules needed? You know, if we have our intentions good, then we can just kind of go with it, right? There's no need of, there's no need for these rules. But the Buddha actually says otherwise. So he. You know, he, he says that these precepts are very important, and um, you know, th those are the precepts from the monks. But for the lay people, you know, there are five precepts. We call them panchashila. Pancha means five. Shila means precepts or virtues. So, um, I I read this article on tricycle. I will share the link in the description of this episode. So I think the five precepts for lay people <coughs> that is for people like me and if you and if you're not a monk you as well that we the first thing is to I think we, we shouldn't really take lives of any living beings so we shouldn't kill animals or other human beings anything that lives and anything that we perceive to be alive we shouldn't kill them 
So, and 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 again, you know, um, there are again some other nuances of of all these precepts. So if you if you like kill a bigger animal, that that carries much um, much more bad karma. That is worse because to kill a bigger animal, you have to you have to like um, employ more force. So that's not good. And also, if you like, um, and also, of course, there should be the intention. Say, say, I think every day we walk on the floor and we kill so many ants, but we do it unintentionally. So that doesn't really count under, you know, under a violation of this precept. That's not really bad karma because we are not, because we didn't know that. So intention is also very important aspect of all these precepts. And um, yeah, the, the second precept is, I think, not to have sexual intercourse with, with, um, with people who are like under the protection of, under the protection of others. So this, you know, so traditionally, in traditionally in the Buddhist um, sutras, I think the Buddha, the Buddha's advice is for the men. You know, he 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 tells the men not to engage in sexual intercourse with women who are who are young or who are like under the protection of their parents or other other elders or or with other slave girls concubines so that he he gives i mean that there is a i think a list of women that you cannot you shouldn't really have sexual intercourse with so now i understand we live in this very progressive society where you know um i don't know maybe if the buddha was Maybe if the Buddha had had given these precepts in today's age, maybe they would have been a bit different. But I, I think the way I see it, our, I mean, I mean, our, our main, the, the main point is to not engage in sexual intercourse when we know that we might hurt that person when it is not consensual, and you know when it is not good for both of us. Okay, so. So the one of the highlights of Buddhism as a whole is that Buddhism is is peaceful, is really is really beneficial for everyone. So so you say in in in, a, in sexual intercourse, you know, it should be like beneficial or like kind for both the parties or many parties if if they're involved so if you say one is having fun and the other is not having fun or 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 is being violated then that is not good and also uh, we we need to like think more carefully about the consequences of our of our of our actions in general and also like our you know when we go when we sleep with other people because we have to think like oh, what's going to happen in the future you know what's the consequence is this action going to hurt that other person or hurt me is it really good kind for the other person for me as well so only when it is good for all the parties in the beginning in the middle and in the and in the future then that's then that's the i think that's a that's a sexual action which is compatible with buddhism so that's the second precept. The, the third precept is, I think, to not engage in false speech. So, in simple words, do not lie. So, you see, um, yeah, this is again a, a rather. <coughs> it's like, um, because you know, the Buddha said that when when it when it comes to following the precepts, this is the hardest one to maintain. You know, like you you might think that oh, 
maintaining the second precept, not engaging in sexual misconduct would be the hardest because we know how strong our sexual, sexual urges are. But actually, it is this precept which is the, the hardest to maintain because, you know, just think about it. Like you, like today, I don't know if you are listening to this podcast in the morning or evening, but, you know, if, if this is, if you've just woken up, if this is morning for you, then you will speak a lie eventually throughout the day or if this is night then think about it did, did you not speak a lie during the day you did right so and then some of these lies may not may not seem that you know like big ones oh that's a white lie i just told my colleague i wouldn't be able to come to to his birth, birthday party because i have because because i have because i have my mother's i don't know anniversary or something whereas you didn't have but you know you, you just said that lie to avoid that situation so you might think oh what's wrong in that and <clears throat> yeah so i mean we we, we we might think of some we, we might tend to think of lying as sometimes not that bad okay and also if you if you're lying to help someone else so suppose you know imagine you know that there is a some sort of a violence or something and some people are like are committing violence on other people so you want to protect those people from 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 all that violence so you know if so you you don't really tell others that you are protecting that those people you know so because that will jeopardize that lives so yeah you, you are lying in that moment but is that like good or bad and i think from a conventionally I know. <clears throat> I think that that lie would not be bad, right? What does the Buddha say, though? The Buddha is pretty much like you know he is quite un unambiguous in this aspect. So I, th I think he says that under all cir under any circumstance, lying is not good. Okay. So so there is this instance like you know the Buddha was like going through the forest, and then he saw. Uh, I think I think there was this criminal or I don't know someone chasing someone else to kill them or beat them so the person just so the person just passed by the Buddha and when the person was chasing that person you know came to the Buddha he asked him where where, where did that person go in which direction in the forest so the Buddha he didn't really lie he, he didn't really say that oh the person went in that direction he didn't say anything like that he just stayed silent so you see how diplomatic the Buddha was in this respect. So, yeah, this was a tricky situation for him, you know, because if he if he, if he said the truth that the person went in this direction, then that person, the other person, would kill him. But if he, so that then, but but that would be a lie. So that would be like speaking speaking the truth. But yeah, and the, a truth which would lead to killing of that person. So he couldn't say that. And also, in the same time, he couldn't lie to to the to that person at all the person went this way when he went the other way so what he did when that was that he took the middle stance of not saying anything so if he didn't say anything then yeah yeah that's not really that's neither a that's neither a lie nor you know say saying something which should lead to something bad so i suppose you know in in our lives as well we have to be very like a bit skillful you know like crafty and we have to avoid lies as much as we can and sometimes you know we have to like probably be diplomatic like like the buddha okay so that's the other thing the third precept 
And what's the fourth precept? Oh, the fourth, fourth precept is actually not to steal. So not to take anything which is, which is not yours. So yeah, I think, I think that's fairly explanatory, okay? Then the fifth precept is, um, what was that? The fifth precept is to, come on, I forgot it. Oh yeah, the fifth precept is to not engage in intoxicants. So not to take dr drugs or alcohol. Now this is again something which like, yeah, kind of like, um, kind of interferes or kind of like, you know, um, kind of feels like, oh, do, do we have to really f follow this precept? Because I think in modern society, we do drink, you know, in many societies and drinking is not, you know, it's not so much of an action to like get intoxicated, like yeah, it's party, you know, like um, but it's more like a, a way to socialize with other people, you know. So, so what, so what do we do in those circumstances when the Buddha tells us not to engage in any intoxicants? Once again, the Buddha is actually unambiguous, because you know there are actually reasons why he, why he, like um, talks about all these precepts, all these like virtues, because, you know. Because if we don't if we don't follow these precepts, you know there is the danger. Maybe not every time, but you know there is the chance. There is the danger of kind of deviating from the right path. So that's why you know we should we shouldn't take any intoxicants according to the Buddha. Because under the action of intoxicants, we do a lot of un unskillful actions. Okay, so that's not good. <coughs> Think about drinking and driving. So if you drink and then you drive, then even if it's not their intention, you know, a very kind, the best person could commit, could kill someone if he drives after drinking. So you see, this is one example. So, so, so intoxicants and drugs they actually make us much more prone to, to committing unintentional, you know, bad actions. So that's why the Buddha tells not to engage in them. And I think, you know, when it comes to socializing. Even Bhikkhu Tanisharo said this. So, in, because this is a problem, especially in the West, okay? And I think all over the world right now, because drinking is a way to socialize everywhere nowadays. So, I, I think people would understand. So, if you said, I don't drink because I'm practicing some of, some of my precepts, I think people would understand. If you go to, to a party and then you refrain from drinks, that, <coughs> you know, that, that is. We could say that, and that's okay, I suppose, yeah. Oh yeah, so these are the five precepts for laymen, for people like you and me, if you if you're, if you are also a layman like me, not a monk. So yeah, so I think I've, I've just told about the background, and now now I come to the like sutra proper, the Majjhiminikaya 6, okay? So in this sutra, the, the Buddha lists out the merits of following the Patimokkha, to the monks so this is i think more like more like um tailored for the monks so he tell the monks monks if, if you want to if you want to if you want to attain a lot of good things if you if you want to be enlightened or even if you want to say say gain some other other more other like tri trivial merits like if, if you want people to give more like um be, be more charitable to you, then you have to follow the Patimokkha. If you want to attain psychic powers, you have to follow the Patimokkha. If you want to go to a better rebirth, then you have to follow the Patimokkha. You have to, if you want to, say, attain stream entry 
और से यू नो और से एटीन जाना देन यू हैव टू फॉलो दीपाती मोका सो दीपाती मोका इज एक्चुअली इम्पोर्टेंट फॉर मेनटेनिंग फॉर फॉर लाइक इन द बुद्धिस्ट प्रैक्टिस एंड एज अ मोक इफ यू फॉलो दीपाती मोका यू कैन एक्चुअली डू एवरीथिंग यू कैन एक्चुअली लाइक लाइक इट्स वेरी इंटीग्रल टू लाइक टू एटेनिंग ऑल द लेवल्स ऑफ बुद्धिस्ट गोल्स और राइट सो एंड I mean, you know how Buddhist sutras are that they're kind of repetitive. So, so as every time the Buddha listed out the merits, he he ended the, he, he ended them with saying, <coughs> you you have to follow the patimokkha, and you you need to have a mind that is oriented towards gaining tranquility. So yeah, the the mind should be we should be really we should have the desire to 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 attain tranquility, to meditate on it. You know the Buddha. The Buddha says that he 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 tells he tells the monks to to have that attitude, you know, that that you should like meditate, attain the jhanas, and then he also tells them to like, to, to prefer solitude. So yeah, this 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 was I think a bit unexpected to me. I wasn't so I wasn't expecting this. So solitude, I think all of us, um, are you know most of us I think like it, but the, but the Buddha also prescribes solitude. and the reason why he does that i guess because sometimes when you are too much in contact with the world you tend to i think get a bit deviated so the buddha tells the monks to be to be alone to 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 go into isolated places to focus on meditating so the buddha tells them so yeah that's that that's what this sutra is about you know i i think i have changed my style of podcasting from this episode because in the previous in the previous episodes i actually like made a note and i kind of listed everything say from the text but starting from now i think i'm going to be much more spontaneous T- today what i did was that you know i <coughs> i actually like lis- listen to these articles yeah i listen to them you know there's this app called pocket so yeah, so, so i just save the articles articles to pocket and i just kind of i just kind of convert them to speech is is an artificial voice but still i you know i i, I like reading this way so uh, yeah i just kind of read these three articles today like that you know the the article on the majivinikaya 6 from dharma talks then the five precepts from tricycle written by edward konze and the patimoka from wikipedia so then i just kind of allowed my my subconscious or i don't know unconscious unconscious to kind of make sense of whatever i read and that's the result what i am saying so yeah this is by no means a very like a very detailed and a very like um a very like philosophical i don't know like 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 a complete analysis of the majiminikayan l6 and i don't even think that i can do that you know because i'm not a monk and I think I'm not that wise enough. I don't have that many Buddhist like insightful experiences. So, I'm not the like you see the most reliable person to come to for Buddhist explanations, but I'm also learning just like you and so so I just kind of share what I think and that's what that's that's what I'm doing in this podcast. So, <coughs> So yeah, I think that's about it. I think I, I think I have covered the main basic points, and and I think um, whatever I've said, they, they must have at least some some meaning and truth to them. So yeah, 
And and if you haven't already checked out, you can check out this Dharma Talks website and 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 especially check out the lectures by Bhikkhu Tanisaro. I really like listening to his lectures. He I think his lectures are also available on on Apple Podcasts. Okay, so you can check that out. Dharma Talks. And it's really, I really, really like to like them. So yeah, that, that's about it for this episode. As I look at my phone, I see that I have talked for 24 minutes and I didn't even know how time passed. So I think that's kind of good. I think I entertained myself as well in the process. So yeah, that was really great. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I will catch you next time, and I hope that is very soon. I, I don't want to like make make you guys wait for like a month, you know. So I'm going to make episodes like on a consistent basis from now onwards. I promise. Okay. So bye bye. Have a good day, and yeah, be kind, be sweet, and yeah, may all living beings be happy and freed from suffering. Thank you.